I'm, I'm not even taking notes. <laughs> I'm not even taking notes. I'm scared to ask this girl for a fucking pen. Um, 30 minutes in, um, the teacher's like, what's your name? I'm like, Ishmael. Like, why are you not taking notes? I'm like, I don't, I don't have a pen. Like, talk to your neighbor. Why are you scared? I'm like, I mean, she's so pretty. Like, you know, I don't want to. She's like, no, ask her. Ask her name. And she's like, ask her name. And to ask her, like, to give you a pen. So um, I turn to my left. I'm like, hi, hi. What's your name? She's like, she's like I'm not going to say the name. And I'm like, I'm Ishmael. Like, can, can, can I get a pen? It's like, why? And then she asked me, like, why are you shy? I'm like, you know, baby girl, you make me shy. She's like, nah, stop it. And then she's like, really? I'm like, you know, you're pretty and stuff. Like, you're just making me shy. You know, just, I don't know. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. What about when no one watches? Do you like yourself when you don't have your phone? Will you still pretend you're happy? What you gonna do when your followers gone? Oh, no. uh, maybe you will see the world in a different light of day. Maybe you will feel no stress when you don't care what people say. No pressure what to post. Living life how it's supposed. Feeling good, no need to post. Hey. I saw a pretty girl with my own. How you guys doing? So, I don't know. This just feels um, a little bit overwhelming, I would say. But, um, you know, before we get into everything, so um, obviously, like, school just started. And for me, it's kind of like, it's been a long time. I feel like since COVID, like, really started, like, everything. Like, it's been a long time since I've actually kind of gotten but to communicate with people like in a very kind of like populated room where there's like a lot of people like a lot of kids and not not even only that like where there's a lot of new faces and people that you don't know on the first day like the teachers knew the kid that you're sitting with is new and there's like literally like new faces like this is college and I feel like when you're in high school, this might be, like, different. Like, you might have, like, seen kind of, like, the same kids all over your campus and everything. But today, I mean, yesterday was Monday, and school just started, like, you know, going back and everything. And I got to pick my classes, but there's, you know, this one math class, again, that I really kind of, like, I really, like, got pure pressure into like getting into it but like because it was um because it was like in-person class and i really ha i don't like in-person classes like since last year i really went to like one in-person class and i like really didn't like it it kind of like felt new to me somehow but like growing up i've really went to like um in-person classes like throughout my whole life but since covid like everything just like just feels weird and kind of like new to me somehow so um, anyways, um, so I went to this math class my first time and, you know, you get into class. For me, if you know me, like, I don't know, it's just like, it's just down in my asshole, just down in my back crack, in my heart, in my fucking bloodline, like, I'm always late always no matter like if you tell me ishmael be here like you know let's say like an event is supposed to start like around let's say like around 6 p.m and somebody like knows that ishmael is always gonna be late they might stuff so um so um yesterday that didn't happen so um 
I went to so the normally my class starts um starts at eleven. For me, like <laughs> I would never never be on time. Like that's just in my gene. I already told you. So the class started at eleven. <laughs> I left my house at eleven eleven p.m. So I'm going to school. Um, like I'm rushing because I just like the adrenaline of being late. Like I just like it. Like I'm driving. I'm driving fast. Trying to like curse out people in the road. Like fuck you, okay? <laughs> I kind of like don't have my road rage is kind of like it's no all the way up to a person that like you know might get out and just punch the shit out of you and like punch your car and just curse at you. My road rage is kind of like um. It's in the middle, okay? It's in the middle. So I'm driving and the drive from my house to school is pretty much around 20 minutes. So imagine, okay, class starts at 11 p.m. Um, the drive is 20, 25 minutes if like with traffic and stuff, like, you know, people fucking can't drive and stuff. You know, it's 25 minute drive and get to walk to class, that's an extra like, you know, extra 10 minutes because I don't know where the fuck I'm going. So <laughs> it's just kind of like, you know, this is why I don't know. People always tell me to be on time, but I just, I could never fucking do it. So um, I'm going to class and I can't even find the building. They're like, take the elevator, go to the right, left, turn to this building number. I'm like, fuck, okay, I'm late. And yo, this always happens to me. I'm always that type of student. Like, I never have a pen or whatsoever. So I forget. Um, since I was rushing, I forget my pen in my car. But um, I finally found the building, like the class that I was going to step into step into class. In college, like really, like the teacher doesn't give a fuck. If you're late, if you know late, like if you're early, that's good for you. If you're late. That's bad for you. Like, the teacher doesn't give a fuck. You know, find find a place to sit, start taking notes at the end of the class, dip. Um, but really in high school, that's different. Like, when you get into class, like, a teacher might ask you, what's your name? Like, hey, like, uh, why are you late? This blah, blah, blah. You know, for me, that didn't happen. Like, I'm kind of, like, used to it now. But um, I really kind of like started feeling anxious. So I, I get into class, I knock. The teacher's like writing on the board, explaining to the students. And in college, like, you know, it's kind of like eight students on the first day. And I don't know why. I don't know why. That's the thing. Like, maybe people don't want to come in person classes. And I might come to a conclusion about that. So um, I get into, into class. I look at the teacher and I just really start like feeling very fucking anxious. Like everybody's looking at you. The teacher's like, what the fuck is this kid sweating? And I'm just sweating my balls off at this time. And I'm late and I'm like aching. Like I'm like, <sighs> I'm like, yo, everybody's looking at me like fucking crazy. Okay. So, um, I'm kind of like trying to find where to sit. And I see this pretty girl, and like, you know, this girl's nice. I don't know why, like, every month. Look, I swear to God, this happened to me last summer. I think last year. No, last year, pretty much. Last year or the beginning of the year. So, <clears throat> no, I feel like, yeah, it was the beginning of the year. The beginning of the year. So, um, every math class that I go to, there's got to be a this girl that's, like, way pretty, and she's sitting by herself. So this time, I'm like, who should I sit with? There's another black guy. I'm like, actually, he makes me feel comfortable. Like, I'm not the only black guy here. Like, you know, I feel comfortable in a way, in a sense. So, but I'm like, you know what? I'm going to go sit to this pretty girl, okay? I'm going to see. I'm gonna go sit with this baddie. So, and I swear, I swear to God, okay? So I sit there. The teacher's still writing on the board. And I'm like, I don't have a pen, so I'm like, fuck. So my anxiety starts, starts kicking in. I'm like, should I really ask this girl for a pen? And the teacher's like, keep taking notes. Like, you know, do you? And he kind of like, she kind of asked him in. Do you guys get it? I'm like, yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I'm not even taking notes. <laughs> I'm not even taking notes. I'm scared to ask this girl for a fucking pen. And 30 minutes in, 
Um, the teacher's like, what's your name? I'm like, Ishmael. Like, why are you not taking notes? I'm like, I don't, I don't have a pen. Like, talk to your neighbor. Why are you scared? I'm like, I mean, she's so pretty. Like, you know, I don't want (laughs) to. She's like, no, ask her, ask her name. And (laughs) she's like, ask her name and to ask her, like, to give you a pen. So, um, I turned to my left. I'm like, hi, hi, what's your name? She's like, she's like, I'm not gonna say the name. And I'm like, I'm Ishmael. Like, can, can, can I get a pen? It's like, why? And then she asked me, like, why are you shy? I'm like, you know, baby girl, you make me shy. She's like, nah, stop it. And then she's like, really? I'm like, you know, you're pretty and stuff. Like, you're just making me shy. You know, it's just, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god oh she's like oh thank you like and then we started kind of like conversating and stuff on you know started taking notes and stalking notes i actually got a number guys oh my god i got a number okay but um i don't know i'm having kind of like second thoughts like why should i text her guys like, should I be like, hey, it's Ishmael from the math class? Uh, no, that's that's simping. That's simping. Why should I text her, okay? I feel like we should do this live. We're actually going to do this live right now. So we're going to text her and be like, um, let's see. <clears throat> I don't want to kind of like simp. So I wish you guys could literally just comment like in the, in the you know, we had comments here like live kind of, um, you know, so you guys could give me notes to what to say. So I'm going to be like, um, hey, yo. Okay, so I'm going to write it like, hey, with an extra Y and O and exclamation, exclamation mark, exclamation. Okay, I know English. Okay, I don't have English this this summer, sir, but you know, I know English. Um, so I'm going to go, hey, yo, it's me. Ishmael, okay, <laughs> okay, she's gonna be like, oh, okay, so I'm like, um, it's me, Ishmael, from the math class, from the math class, okay, from the math class, I just wanna say you made me, I just wanna, I just wanna say, no, I feel like, am I saying too much, I feel like this is too much conversation, now, this is too much description and details, so should I just be like, hey, yo, it's me, Ishmael, from the math class, and just leave it like that and see what and see what she says or she like or should I say it's me Ishmael from the math class. I just wanted to say just made me shy. You you know, everything about you just makes me it makes me Nah, that's simping. That's simping 101, okay? Undertale would not, would not condone any of this behavior, okay? Undertale would not condone any of this behavior, but uh, I'm just gonna be like, hey yo, it's me Ishmael. Um, we're gonna send it, okay? We we'll sent it, yeah, yeah, we sent it. So um, you know, we'll see what she says. So um, anyways, um, today's conversation, or uh, what we're gonna be talking about is anxiety and kind of like, you know, life talk in general. Like, I'm really kind of um, recently I've been watching a lot of um, so I kind of like obviously I'm an actor and stuff, and I do acting, and recently I've just started like to watch like films like every single day i would just pick out like a film to watch and so yesterday i suddenly just um i just remembered um there was this actor um joaquin phoenix he played um he played in this this clown movie (laughs) it's not even a clown movie uh what's the name of it let me see i actually watched this movie Uh, his What's the name of yeah the Joker? I'm I'm dumb. Okay, I'm just uh, my memory is bad. So um, he played in the Joker and he has this one film that is called Come On, Come On, and he's always kind of like been saved up to like one of my list films to watch. And I was like, you know what? I'm really just gonna like watch it since I really don't have anything to do. So um, and this movie is about like. So it's about a guy, uh, this woman. Spoiler alert if you haven't seen it, you know, spoiler alert. It's about this guy who, and a woman, 
who kind of like had, you know, kind of like this sexual tension of like, you know, they were really attracted to each other and stuff. And, you know, kind of like the future kind of like separates them. Everybody goes in different directions and stuff. And in the end, this woman ends up, you know, having a kid and stuff. And the kid is around pretty much, I would say, I'll kind of like say around... 12 or 13 no i think like i'm going uh, i must say around 10 or 12 between that gap maybe 11 too so so um so <coughs> so um he decides to um babysit this kid and he's kind of like a journalist so um, um he's a radio journalist that embarks um across the country trip with his um in um energetic well he's his nephew Oh, okay. So wait, I'm sorry. So uh, when his sister asks him to look after his son, a radio journalist embarks on a on a cross country trip with his energetic nephew to show him life around Los Angeles and all of that. So um, so it's Joaquin Phoenix. So uh, he gets to like kind of like babysit this kid while like the other girl or the uh, pretty much his sister like goes to um. Um, to rehab with his dad and see like if it like you know he's going through a lot and stuff. So Akin Phoenix like kind of takes on this role of just like you know taking care of the kid, and this movie kind of like really, I opened me like on a lot of stuff. Like starting off with um obviously like Joaquin is like a guy who's, and like he's pretty much around forty five or forty seven. And, you know, he's babysitting um, his nephew that's around, like, you know, let's say 12. And the age, different, the age difference between them and, like, how they view, like, their perspective on stuff is just way different. Like, when a kid, let's say a kid is really worried, like, let's say in life in general. Like, a kid is really worried about, like, kind of, like, little stuff in general. Like, let's say... You know, um, no, like in this generation, mostly like, let's say if they're not, they don't use a tablet or like they don't go, they go to a store and their parents like don't let them buy something that they want in the store. And on the other hand, the adults really have fucking a lot of, you know, problems like bills, working, take care of the kid, taking care of yourself, making sure everything is in position, uh, you know, dealing with a lot of stuff and watching like this film where he just goes and interviews kids like really in middle school. And one of the things that he asked them is the most question he asked them is like about the future. And it kind of like takes me back to my childhood kind of sense like where you know you go to school and the teacher asks you like hey what do you like want to be when you grow up and personally for me what I wanted to do when I grew up was uh be a pilot and really I don't even know why I said it I just really said it because I really didn't know shit about planes or fucking you know about anything about flying but maybe I was just like, I don't know, a teacher asked me and I really had to fill out the blank of like, you know, blank of that question and just, you know, kind of like get away with it. And when we grow up kind of like after high school, like everything certainly changes. We actually kind of like fall into this kind of parody of really not knowing what to do and the feeling of being lost. And for me, kind of like obviously becoming, you know, become, wanting to becoming a pilot when I was young, that kind of like mindset has shifted away into like, obviously, like now I want to do like acting stuff, I want to be an actor, I want to be a writer, pretty much a director too. And uh, hopefully now I can kind of, I'm working on my craft and I've started working on my craft um, since the end of high school. And I've seen a lot of path, even starting from my friends where they've kind of like after high school, they've kind of like being figured out like what they're trying to do. And like in the process of that, a lot of people get lost. And for me, where I kind of like I've seen that mindset of like everybody that I really wanted, like every person that I went to high school with, 
like they're so kind of I'm not sure like everybody's just doing stuff that I'm kind of like shocked that they're doing and you know some of them are selling drugs and they want to be like professional footballers they want to play soccer and they want to do all these things I kind of like ask a question in the back of your head like how do they get here like people are selling drugs and half of the kids that I went to school with um they're doing baby showers and some of them I have a family already they're going to two babies some of them are working like warehouse jobs and stuff and I'm like like oh my god like did we really kind of scrutinize our future to like to like I don't know adulthood in a way like we have a lot of responsibilities and and I don't know some of them like worked out some of them like me I'm not gonna say it worked out because everybody lives in a different boat and I'm not here to come from a place of judgment and being like oh this is somebody's doing it wrong or somebody's doing it right and for me kind of like doing it right is in a way of like still going to school and working on something that I think that I'm not saying I think that I'm going to be doing that's pretty much acting but also kind of have like something in place you know like I feel like a lot of people get kind of shit talked on having like a plan b and a plan x and a plan z and for me if you have let's say like um <clears throat> if your plan a doesn't work uh, your plan B ends up working and you also have a plan C ends up working and let's say all your plans work and you really like love all your plans and all your plan A might not work out and now you don't have any plans and it's kind of like a lot of people got into this mindset of like I'm gonna do this and even though it doesn't work I'm still gonna do it like there is a reality of like being realistic about life Unrealistic life doesn't give you what you want like life gives you what you need in a way so um <clears throat> i don't know for me like i've just kind of like mostly like for the past two years i've kind of gotten to a place where i feel lost in the things that i'm doing and being unsure of what i'm doing and that goes back to the question and about the film like, what do you really want to do in the future? And does me, when I'm a kid, saying I want to be a pilot now, not being a pilot kind of like makes me a failure in a way? I don't know. That's like the question that really like kind of like stuck with me and stuff. And <clears throat> and I feel like everybody's in the path of like figuring shit out. And recently... I've been having, uh, like, I'm not going to say recently because I feel like when I was young, around most of the age of, it actually started earlier on, but since I was young, I really couldn't come to a conclusion and grasp and say, this is what I'm emotionally feeling. And in hindsight, I actually had anxiety. And for me, when I firstly, like, had anxiety, it was, like, really really bad it really didn't come to be like oh i kind of like felt it today and stuff actually kind of like stepped and kind of like was on and off mostly when i was a kid when really the first time that it hit me i remember like um i actually didn't realize this until until like i really thought about it deep now when i, was, I got older and stuff so the first time that I had anxiety was when I was a kid and stuff. So we ended up going to the doctor and stuff. Like I really had trouble breathing. Like my chest will get really, really tight. And, you know, like the breathing problem will start. And I feel like, and I will feel like I'm about to die and kind of like get a panic attack or something. It kind of like steps in like, kind of like combined into like having a panic attack and also having anxiety and stuff. And I remember we went to like two doctors mostly. Um, my uncle's wife was a doctor. She was like actually kind of a house away and we got to her and she like checked me out. She was like, I don't know, like maybe you should go to a 
you know, a good doctor, like to the hospital. And I remember I went to the hospital and I thought, because I really told my mom that I had like a heart, like my heart felt like a certain way when I had it. Uh, she thought like I really had like a heart problem. So I went to the hospital and they like checked me up and they're like, we really did a lot of tests on you. And there's really like, we don't see a problem. And when we did, it was like in Africa. So in Africa is kind of like having anxiety there is actually kind of like, like what the fuck is wrong with you? Kind of like, you know, it really doesn't happen. And I'm about to explain why. So I went to the hospital, like, I don't know, really couldn't find anything wrong and everything. So yeah, just maybe after a month, if you still feel a certain way, just come back to us. And until then, I really like it really never happened until when COVID, mid COVID, when COVID started, I actually started like obviously when we were inside the house, mostly like 24 hours a day going out, it was actually quite rare. And we stayed inside and being inside and not like going outside started like being overwhelming. <clears throat> And also, like, being inside, I, like, really gained a lot of weight. And that kind of, like, took a mental toll on me, too. So, um, I started, like, getting anxious and kind of, like, div, like, kind of, like, started doing research on my own and stuff. So, I started, like, doing research. And the first time that I actually found out it was anxiety is when... There was this girl, I think her name is Kalani. Um, so Kalani, I did like, I watched a video and she was explaining the things that I was feeling in the video. I'm like, fuck, I actually have anxiety. Like, this is the feeling that she's having that I'm actually currently feeling. And, you know, kind of like started from there and my anxiety kind of like got bad. And it actually transferred into like, you know, social, having social anxiety, having anxiety to the places that I go to, to the things that I do. And normally now, I think this month and the last two, the last two months mostly, I've really, has really gotten so bad, like really to a point where my heart gets so tight, like I and I have trouble breathing and I was doing this uh, monologue. Uh, it's kind of like an acting thing for like, you know, and you know, that you submit for your additional like whatsoever. So I was doing this monologue and uh, kind of like a, it's about like a drag addict kind of person. And there's this line that says, um, the world just went quiet and like the, like a lost air. I don't know, like a lost air in the world or something like that. And I forgot how to breathe. And when I read that line, I was actually kind of like trying to like, recreate it would be like i forgot how to breathe or some something like that something silly and now like when i start like feeling anxious like my mind really just goes back to that moment of like forgetting how to breathe and now like i forgot like i'm really having trouble breathing when i'm really anxious and that's really bad like i could really like go to hospital so, like without a minute like that without breathing like something bad can happen to me and um like watching this film also kind of like made me ask like where does my anxiety come from and when Joaquin Phoenix in this come on come on film like when he was like babysitting this kid you could really tell that um they were really spending a lot of time together like one-on-one -on -one together like this kid only had pretty much let's say like an hour or two hours of screen time and in the society that we're in right now now in this generation mostly we tend to spend a lot of time on social media and thus includes like <clears throat> you know instagram tiktok snapchat you know there is a lot of games now fortnite kids will like you know watching youtube and you know it's kind of like what we have now is actually kind of fucking overwhelming to a point where i don't know we kind of like get a perception or life that we're supposed to live like let's say your favorite influencer 
your favorite influencer only posts like highlights of their life like they only post like breakfast or they did this they for the girls maybe she woke up really pretty in bed with like she had she looks perfect she had like contour on or for the guys and stuff like you know we kind of like idolize a person like who's got money who's flashy driving a nice car and we kind of like put ourselves into these people or our idols shoes where we really don't get to see the real them in a way like we don't really know how they woke up or like what problem they facing or what's really bothering them or you know like really only post the best bits and we only see that and we kind of like try to per kind of like try to portray on our real lives with also our struggles that we deal with and now it's actually kind of like for me personally i've actually kind of like reflected like mostly high school i feel like high school is it is a place where it defines us as like people and it defines us like as a person like what we like what we don't like and for me actually kind of been i've actually kind of been the person to kind of like impress or kind of like you know give more to other people that i'm getting and like i remember coming from middle school going to college i always hang out with this friend group i'm not i'm not even sure if they were my friends just because like those are the only people that i could really have have a conversation with or hang out with and not be lonely and they used to have like new sneakers let's say like they used to have like air jordan ones they used to have fours like they like they really had everything to like shine through high school and i really kind of got to a point where for me i really kind of like try to fit in so much and i kind of like lost myself in a sense and i started like i remember like they used to be like hey ishmael so tonight we're gonna go to like um this sneaker store we're really gonna like you know buy sneakers get these air jordan ones and are you trying to come like for me i really never had money like i've never had money like that mostly when you're in high school like freshman or sophomore like you really know gonna have a job whatsoever so my escape was like going to up to my mom and asking her like money being like hey mom can i really like get 180 so i could go buy these sneakers with these kids who whose parents are like really flourish with money and stuff on the other hand my parents weren't really equipped like that and when my mom goes like no oh i don't have that type of money on me right now and i like started like hating her in a way and kind of like disliking her just because i really wanted to fit in with this kind of like friend group and mostly for me like i really never cared about what i wore or kind of what i like what people percepted me or how people viewed me until like you know until like hanging out with these people and call, to call my friends were and i remember you know i kind of like started disliking my mom because she really couldn't like you know kind of like give me money to kind of be on the levels of these friends that i was with and at the end of the year i think coming into um at the end of the year of high school i really kind of just found my place and just being like fuck it if i don't have this then you know what i'm good i really don't have to live up to other people's perception of me and i like really just started becoming myself more and more and and now that kind of like ended and i also kind of fall into like this trap of like trying so hard to impress people that really kind of like don't care or like leslie give a fuck and uh, let's say like mostly with instagram let's say um if i post a photo and it has this amount of likes i'm not really it really kind of like toes me down um you know it being like oh really people don't mean people maybe do people maybe people don't like this photo oh maybe people don't like me and also doing youtube and stuff and getting a certain amount of views and kind of like this like 
likeliness of the amount of views that I get, it really makes me happy. And the dislikes amount of views that I get, it it doesn't make me happy. And I kind of like got into that trap and that kind of like affected me like socially, like obviously like having social anxiety of like even posting like say a story. I actually kind of like Leslie's like surely like um stopping posting like stories of me talking because sometimes I've gotten like comments of being like, oh, why do you talk like that? Oh, maybe why do you even like who even cares about what you're saying on now i really just post picture photos like picture stories i mean on my stories on like now i feel less secure i feel like kind of like insecure when i post a video due to amount of comments i've gotten or i keep getting like i've kind of like started like blocking people that i really kind of like when I post something, they'd be like, nobody cares, dude, like, move on, like, you know, this or that, and I've gotten to a point of, like, blocking, but also kind of being like, I should get into this realm of really not giving a fuck where everybody thinks, but it also is kind of, like, hard and harsh opening up a comment being like, oh, like, dude, fuck off, like, nobody cares, like, get on with your day, like, nobody cares what you ate, like, what you did in the gym, nobody cares if you're cleaning your car or posting, and I, mean, I don't know, that kind of, like, stepped into, like, me having social anxiety and stuff, and Leslie posting on social media and stuff, and, you know, and I don't know, just sometimes I feel like we get caught up into, like, we're supposed to do certain amount of things and we really don't find joy in it and it's just like sometimes actually kind of like for me i need to like stop taking things serious and that's kind of like certain people have kind of like given me a point of view of being ishmael just like you know be loose and stuff like you know let's being serious and obviously like for me i'm quite like a funny guy like i'm i'm quite funny and stuff but also sometimes i can be serious because like i don't want you know like when you give somebody an inch they could also tend to take a whole mile so sometimes i have to be like serious like don't be this funny guy all the time because People are always going to be like, oh, Ishmael is the funny guy. He doesn't care when we say this. But I'm also kind of like emotional and stuff. So so now I'm actually kind of like doing goofy things and just being kind of like loose and all kind of like care about small things that would normally bother me. And this movie, watching this movie, I remember like this kid was actually telling like Joaquin being like, just... You know, just have fun and just, like, stop being serious all the time and just don't care about things. Just really stop being stressed about things that are really, like, you know, that really, like, don't have any things that don't have any meaning. So, um... This kid is actually... I actually kind of, like, like the character a lot. And let me see. His name is, um... Uh, I'm not sure. I forgot his name. His name was um, Woody Norman, who played Jesse, and uh, Joaquin played Johnny. Uh, and it was like, I, lo- I actually love the character of this kid. And I feel like when kids have this, you know, I just want to be a kid again. Like, kids have this place where they don't stress about stuff. They really don't care. They care about the smallest stuff. And they could, like, really be crying about a toy. Like, give me this toy. I really want to buy this toy. And then they would go home and you buy them the, that toy that they wanted. And they really wouldn't even care about it. Or, like, you wouldn't even get him that toy that they wanted. And they'd be like, they'll go home or the next five minutes. They'll absolutely forget about it. And that's kind of, like, where in the mindset that I'm really trying to, like, you know, kind of have. Like, also, if something didn't happen or if you really stress about something just like moan about it but also kind of like you know move on from it and for me it's kind of like hard to step away from stuff like you know i'm kind of i'm no i'm the person that holds on to a lot of stuff and i tend to kind of like move on away from it even if i try to like act like i've moved on moved away from it it's still kind of like deep down i'm still like struggling 
to get away from it. So, um, you know, the best thing is just kind of like if you're feeling anxious and, you know, if you're feeling overwhelmed, it's just kind of like be loose and just go do something fun or something that might take your mind away from it. And for me, what I like to do when I'm a lot anxious now, um, I've always been the person to go to the gym. I love going to the gym since... I've actually just normally started going to the gym. And the other one that I do now is actually going on going on walks. Like going on walks and really just like not even sometimes listening to your music and just really listening to like your surroundings and just like, you know, just there is just a therapeutic kind of motion and like sound that's so therapeutic about just really taking walks and the other one is um now i've actually kind of like i don't know if it's a new hobby or something i actually like love going swimming now and normally like in the morning i'll literally just go to the gym and after like i will just go um i'll literally just go swimming and it just makes me feel it just makes me feel like you know, there's just there's this phenomenal feeling about it that I really don't even know how to explain. It just makes me feel like, oh, I, I just I'm alone and I'm doing this and I'm really enjoying doing this. And uh, the feeling of enjoying doing something and just takes it just takes away that that kind of like bad feeling all this stuff that i've really been feeling about like in that amount of time i'll uh, just kind of like rethink about like oh why am i actually feeling like this i'll just kind of like have self-talk within myself and i've just been really loving enjoying um i just love doing swimming like i just love going swimming now and the most important one that i've learned from my therapist is just like writing down how i actually feel and that's been one of the best therapeutic things ever. So now, like, I really have, like, notes in my book. Like, I think everybody has it if you have an iPhone. Like, I have it. It's kind of like, um, let me see. What's what's it called? It's kind um, it's called um, glimpse, glimpse of Emotions. Like, what I'm currently feeling. And I will, like, really just go in there. It's called, like, it's a note. I will literally just go in there just write down what I'm feeling about a situation or about a certain, you know, thing that I'm actually going through at the moment and just write it down and rereading it and just being like, oh, like, this is how I'm feeling, okay? How do I solve this? What's the, what's the solution to, like, feeling like this? Or what can I do to, like, you know, to kind of get away from this situation that I'm really kind of, like, going through? And that's been one of the best, I'm telling you, one of the best things. So now, like, I really have, like, notes in my book. Like, I think everybody has it if you have an iPhone. Like, I have it. It's kind of like, um, let me see. What's what's it called? It's kind um, it's called um, glimpse, glimpse of Emotions. Like, what I'm currently feeling. And I would, like, really just go in there. It's called, like, it's a note. I will literally just go in there just write down what I'm feeling about a situation or about a certain, you know, thing that I'm actually going through at the moment and just write it down and rereading it and just being like, actually like, you know, obviously like you can't be feeling, you can't have anxiety or feeling, you know, feel anxious and be like, oh, I'm actually, I'm about to go swimming right now. Imagine just like you in a plane and be like, guys, no, 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 no. Okay. I want to go swimming. <laughs> I want to go fucking swimming, okay? No, no, I need a fucking swimming pool. Or I'm about to fucking die. So, um, yeah, so going, um, you know, writing down how you feel. And I feel like everybody's different. And for me, I'm just giving, you know, um, away notes that really works for me. And uh, through watching the movie also, um, there is this technique of, like, I think was it called, like, tapping your fingers or counting your fingers. Like one two three four five kind of like repeating it again and uh, the other one was like shoulder tapping and uh, shoulder like tapping like also kind of like you know you can also kind of like in hell in and out and being like 
and also like still tap on your shoulder and yeah those are actually my best ways um of like um of like helping me cope with my anxiety and stuff so and um the other one is also kind of like oh i don't know always having like constantly like thoughts like bad thoughts about situations for me i think that's where my anxiety like really comes from a lot like a lot i'm always thinking it's like my mind never turns off and that kind of like got in a situation of me like not being able to go to sleep and that affected my sleep really really bad and that might be coming from a situation that i dealt with that i really didn't get to deal with today and being like Oh, like maybe I should have done this. I should have done that. I should really maybe done this and kind of like going through a constant battle of like oh this and that and there is this one video of like Oprah Winfrey. Is it Oprah? Like um, I was watching I think a TED Talk. It's not kind of like a TED Talk. It's kind of like a podcast of like her saying it's best to live and the best. How can I even kind of like put into this word into like words? Um, she said, um, accepting things as they are is the best thing ever. Like for me, I really don't like accepting things as they are. Like I could be like, let's say, okay, I was supposed to do a five mile run, and you know, I had like maybe my shoe or my leg hurt, my knee somehow. And I ended up doing three miles. And now I'm at home being like, oh, fuck. Maybe I should have kept going or I should have kept, like, pushing. And then I really could have done the five miles. And really, like, the power of accepting things as they are is really the best thing ever. Like, now learning that and really making it into, like, practice is actually kind of being like, okay. Like, you know, and it kind of, like, goes in a way of, like, like the relationships that I've been in, in, in a way of, or not even relationship itself, in a way of like, you know, when you talk to somebody and, you know, you get to like, you know, see them and date them and you guys end up like not working. And it gets to a point of being like, maybe I should have done this for them. They would have stayed, or maybe I should have like done more work and she should have like, you know, she should have stayed with me or she would have loved me more or, you know, like, kind of like that self-worth talk and not being enough. And for me, it's actually one of the worst things for me. Like, I've kind of, like, went back and forth of being, like, you know, like, obviously I said um, believing or, like, letting things be as they are and stuff. And sometimes I actually kind of being, like, you know, fuck that. Like, you know, like, no. And... I've done a lot of things for people where kind of I thought maybe, oh, they're going to love me more if I do this for them. And that kind of like developed into like me doing kind of like giving a lot more than I receive to people and saying more yeses than no's. And the power of saying no, like is fucking huge. Like for me, I'm always kind of like, trying to like please people and make sure they're happy and learning that now through like these therapy sessions that I've had and saying no to me is kind of like oh you really can't for me it's kind of saying no to a like let's say somebody says Ishmael can you help me and say for me to say no it's kind of being like to me it's like oh Ishmael you really can't do that like wow she really asked you to do this and you can't do it like Ishmael you could do everything right then why are you saying no like a lot of people have said no to me and are kind of like, damn, like, oh, kind of like gotten hurt from me and being like, oh, damn, they really couldn't do that for me. And where for me, I really could do everything for them. And the power of like, I've gotten to a power of being like, oh, stepping away from a situation or stepping away from something, knowing that Ishmael, you've done all you can do. You've done possibly everything. And whatever the energy was reciprocated or whatever, like something didn't work out, whenever like this thing that you've been working on didn't, you know, potentially it turning the way you wanted it to be. So, um, 
yeah just as long as you did enough did you do enough yes did you try yes so um that's it like let it be it didn't work out move on to the next thing and for me i struggle with that a lot so i'm just like you know that self-worth you really guys like you really like i've learned you need to put yourself first within everything like within ev absolutely like fucking everything and for me it's kind of like i've heard i've had to learn it the hard way but i've just like now understanding that you come first and if something you're not being able to do something for somebody in like in a certain amount of time or like it's not bad like you know like you couldn't do it just because you maybe it affects you mentally maybe it affects you in another way i'm being like no nah, i really don't want to do this because you don't really even have to give them a reason you could be like i really don't want to do this because i don't know i just don't want to do it like you don't they don't own you a reason and yeah for me i've just gotten now to like saying no's more a lot and it makes me kind of feel like a dickhead to people but i've just really have to do it so i've kind of like you know pull myself first in a way and i've never done that i've never been selfish yeah and that's the word selfish and you need to be selfish like as a person because if you don't a lot of people are really going to overstep your boundaries you need to say more boundaries for yourself and you really like need to put yourself first within everything and anything so um yeah like as i've told you guys um i've learned a lot of things from this movie and it just kind of like wow i don't know i've learned a lot about myself recently and you know me feeling anxious and now i have a therapy that i talk to and there is kind of like this um society kind of like judges it if you have a therapist you're really about to die or you're not mentally stable and i mean if the everybody has a different opinion and for me i'm just like i have one to make sure like you know i'm sure about my well-being and everything so she really helps me and i actually love going to therapy and yeah so um me too furthermore I don't know if I said enough. I've just been talking, really. But, um, yeah. Yeah, guys, that's going to be it for today. I'm actually sweating. Um, sweating crazy. Because I need AC in this house. I don't want to, like, turn it on. It might affect the audio and stuff. But, um, yeah, anyways, thank you guys for tuning in into, um, today's episode. Um, let me know how you deal with your anxiety or, like, What's your back talk or like have you really like how you know I might really learn something from you guys and I already know like there's always room for like improvement and just like learning space so um yeah into furthermore thank you guys for listening for tuning in and I'll see you guys in a bit and uh, take care and love you guys peace